you're here. Hello. Sometimes, you know, Deli and I treat it like a disco when you're not around. And then you come and we calm it down. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Weekend's almost here, which means I get to go to the beach. Everyone's happy when I'm happy. Thank you for being patient with us. I was making some lighting adjustments and mic adjustments. Want to make sure you can hear me. So thank you for being here. This is a fantastic show I have for you today. Man, I got a lot of crazy, crazy, crazy feminists and crazy modern women in the mix up today. You're going to be losing your mind. The chat will be open, so get on in there when you're ready. Let me tell you first what we're going to talk about today, and then I'm going to tell you who today's show is brought to you by and why this particular sponsor means the world to me. So first of all, the psychology of a simp. Really interesting. What drives certain men to behave like simps? What is that about? Obviously, it's not attractive to women, right? We can all assess that. But what is going on there? We're going to dig into that. There's an interesting panel from King Riches. We're going to hear from some women, by the way, very defensive, very, very triggered. Then we're going to talk about a modern woman who gets it all wrong when it comes to feminism and high-value women. And, and, and what, what makes a woman attractive? You know, she's spewing all the feminist talking points. She's definitely hit the wall. We'll get to that. We're going to talk about why women don't want feminine men. There was an interesting exchange on Fresh and Fit where there's a woman that's very defiant that no, 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 no. Women do like feminine men. By and large, no, honey. And we're going to tell you why. We also have, you look at our title today of the episode. Oh, man. There is a, a woman, modern woman, of course, who infantilizes her boyfriend in such a way that she created, I don't know if you saw this on TikTok, it went viral, she created a performance improvement plan for him. In order for the relationship to work, he had to work through something, she claimed, and the guy is doing it. He's doing it. He's following the instructions like a little baby. So we're going to talk about why that's a problem. If a woman hands you one of those, leave. And then I saw um, a fantastic exchange interview, our friend well, I don't think she likes me very much, but it is what it is. Drew Afwallow. No hate, Drew. Uh, she had Delara on. I don't know if you know Delara. She's got a law degree. She became Instagram, uh, not Instagram, TikTok famous. And they're talking about a whole bunch of stuff that they get wrong. Lots of male hating, nasty stuff going on. And uh, we're going to lecture them about the difference between female and male biology, because apparently they don't know, oddly. And how feminists infantilize and objectify women. You know that feminists always blame out, right? They say, oh, men, men are objectifying us. But in the meantime, you're doing it to yourself. You're not going to get respect from guys unless you respect yourself, which a lot of these feminists do not. So we're going to dig into all of that and more. It's, this is a really good show, y'all. I'm not going to lie. Before that, before we get to that, I want to tell you, I promised you all, and I wrote this on Twitter the other day. You can follow me on Twitter, by the way, if you want more political stuff. I get very political over there, uh, particularly with the Matrix stuff and all that. I told you I was only going to bring you partnerships and sponsorships on this show from people I use, companies, and people who have really, really helped me. My goal is to get you well. I want you to feel fantastic. I want you to look sexy, although I do believe I already have the sexiest audience. I'm partial, but it is what it is. I want you to be able to face the matrix, right? And this is a particular company that I love. It's a product that I'm bringing you today that I take every single day. The product is called Nativim. It's a supplement. I don't take a lot of supplements. I get most of my stuff through food. I'm a firm believer in that. Every now and then I encounter a supplement that changes my life. 
Nadavim is that supplement. It comes from one of my favorite physicians. He's one of the best physicians in the world. His name is Dr. Thomas Schultz. I adore him. Um, he runs a center uh, called the New York Center for Innovative Medicine out in New York. It's the center that I went to when I had Lyme disease. And I walked out of that clinic feeling better than I had before. And let me tell you something, Lyme disease wrecked me a little bit. I was not in a good place when that was going on. This center made me, gave me an understanding of health and wellness and everything that I walked away with. And I was like, wow, I, I've really started a brand new life as a result of them. So I'm deeply grateful. I take Nadavim every single day. I take two in the morning. Now, let me tell you what it is. Have you ever heard Joe Rogan talk about those NAD infusions he gets and all that stuff? You can go, you can get an NAD IV infusion. Well, they do those at the center. And they decided they were going to take some of that brilliant technology, which revitalizes your whole body, oxygenates your brain, and gets rid of all that stuff that troubles you, like brain fog, inability to focus, all of that. They were going to put it in a medical-grade supplement. Now, this is a center, I will tell you before we get into NAD for a quick second, that thoroughly tests every single supplement. You're not getting any nasty heavy metals. You're not getting any toxic stuff. You're just getting the good stuff. You know how I know that? I have a very sensitive stomach. When I had Lyme disease, I couldn't take a lot of supplements. This center, I was able to take multiple supplements from them because everything was so rigorously tested. Why do you need this supplement? NAD is a molecule that Every single cell in the body needs in order to function properly. Every single one. As you get older, you lose more and more NAD. So you have to replenish that in a different way. Not only does their supplement contain NAD, but it also contains botanicals and nutrients like cat's claw, bacopa. I hope I'm saying that right, y'all. Coenzyme Q10, we know, glycine to increase absorption and enhance its brain-boosting effects. So if you're suffering from things like lack of focus, concentration, memory, if you want to sharpen those things, if you feel like you get brain fog every now and then, or you're, you, you ever start a sentence and you're like, what was I saying? <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. You take two of these in the morning every day, and you got to do it for a few months, any supplement, you're going to see a massive difference in your health. In fact, at one point, I stopped taking them because I ran out and I forgot to order them. I was distracted, and I felt like, where, what's going on? Like, everything was just not what it needed to be. So I went back on. Um, again, I said I take two every day, and they have a rigorous testing process. Today, I have a very special offer for you. You can get 20% off of your subscription with them. All you have to do is go to nativim.com. I'm telling you guys, it is worth trying. Now, why did I do it with a prescription? A very good reason. Anyone who tells you buy this supplement for, oh, just take it for a week and you're going to feel, they're lying. That's not how supplements work. You need to take stuff over a course of a few months to really feel a difference because your body has to get adapted. You have to kind of, you know, refill and replenish what was empty. You get 20% off that subscription today. You can sign, you can cancel whenever you want, but I, I guarantee you if you start this, you're going to see such a big difference that you're going to be like, oh my God, this is magic. I'm telling you, if I had to go to a desert island and I can only take one supplement, it's Nativin. And by the way, if you're ever struggling with wellness issues, this New York Center for Innovative Medicine is worth looking up. They do some really interesting stuff. It's not big pharma stuff. It's not toxic stuff. It's all natural stuff to detox the body. I'm telling you, I love them. I'm going to go to New York and visit them again soon. Nativim, though. Try it today. It is my go-to supplement. It's why I'm able to criticize the modern women so well, y'all. Got to be sharp. Try it today. 20% off. I'm telling you, subscription, it's worth it. Give it a shot. All right. Here we are. We're ready to dive in. Are we all ready in the chat? Are you there? Oh, look. Julie forever. 20 bucks. Start off. Miss you on The View. Well, thank you. I don't miss me on The View because, you know, I've got more sanity now. And here's the difference. I know that when I come here and I say something, I'm still going to have a job three days later. If anyone needs a refresher on what happened with my Hillary Clinton interview, go check it out. And look, Carport Kari, 
What an interesting amount to give. <laughs> Very specific dollar value. Do these women have fathers? Interesting question. We're going to talk about on, that on today's show. Deli's like, why are you going to the chat so fast, Jed? It's all in disarray today. All right, get in that chat. I'm going to read Super Chats today. But we got to start. Psychology of a simp. What makes a guy a simp, and how do you stop being one? Let's go to 2710. Let's go. think that... As you said, like I feel, I feel like to a certain extent they like it, right? So when you're submissive, right? If you have a dominant, dominant, you know, dominant and submissive relationship, when you're submissive, the person who's submissive generally likes being submissive. Generally likes being told what to do, feeling like somebody's property. So that can that doesn't just apply to being a simp. That can apply to being submissive in the bedroom. Mm. Most of us women are submissive in the oh. bedroom. We like being choked or hair pulled, all this stuff. Mm. You like no, to feel talking like, about guys. You like though. to feel like you belong to okay. So you like to feel guys. like you belong guys to somebody. Guys okay, sorry, let me finish. Be, let me finish. Guys don't so, can I finish? Hold on. Guys yeah, don't naturally want to be Can I finish? Guys don't want to be naturally submissive. That's not natural for men to be submissive. To okay, women. but the submissive ones, it's natural to them because they do it. So what I'm saying is that average sim. So certain people, if so you get you, these you men, okay. So if there are men who have paid this young lady next to me, ten bags to disgrace them, okay. you're telling me that they did Let's it. Let's pause it. Oh man, the brain deads. So she's talking. She's conflating two things. Okay, what she's talking about is a guy who's probably successful and has a kink. Right. He's he's into he's into some type of kink. Right. He's into, you know, being dominated or something. So he's probably a successful guy, spends a lot of money. It's like those guys with the feet pick sometimes. Right. That's different. OK. No man, no man, no respectable man who has options wants to be a simp. They don't want to be chasing after women who don't like them. They don't want to feel rejected. That is goes completely against ma masculine nature. That is not what you want, okay? You want to be in a position of authority. What's happening now, though, is that women are getting a ton of attention from everywhere, all the time, on Instagram, on social media, on OnlyFans. They feel like they have all the options in the world. So they're saying, oh, I'm a 10, deluded. We talked about that the other day. And then they're saying, I will only want a 10. So you have a whole bunch of guys that are being ignored, and they're desperate. And you have a, a generation of sexless men. They're not having any sex. They're, they're feeling desperate. And they are now stooping to very low levels to try to get these women, sending the flowers, taking them out to eat, taking abuse, trying to do whatever they can in a state of desperation. That is why, by the way, you have the emergence of the red pill movement largely. I know Rolo Tomasi says it's not a movement, but to me it is. It is a movement. And you see these guys, you see, you know, the Andrew Tates of the world, you see the Tristan Tates, you see the Sterling Coopers, you see the Justin Wallers rising up largely to say, guys, Get your you-know-what together. You need to take care of you because if you want to attract women and you don't want to be simping after women, the answer is not, oh, let me just simp more. I have no other choice. Let me just play my video game, get, old, get big and fat and simp. No, they want you to say, I am not going to be that guy. I have potential. I can go get a great job. I can make that six figures. I can be creative. I can work for myself. I can go online and figure out. I can join the war room, do all this stuff. I can get a team of brothers around me who are going to inspire and motivate me to do better. I can get in shape. I can cure my own depression by getting on a healthy diet and getting some sunshine and not opting for a big pharma drug to lean on and instead leaning on myself. I can get a sense of personal responsibility for my actions. And in turn, you will attract women. You will cease to be that simp because now you have the power, the confidence, and the initiative to build your own big, beautiful, bright life that women are going to be drawn to and want to be a part of.
So when I look at a lot of these guys, yeah, sure, you know, they differ sometimes in terms of how they feel about monogamy. We've had, I've had those conversations, those, those differences with, you know, Justin, for example. Some of them differ as to, as to, you know, how seriously they take health and wellness. As you know, Sterling Cooper is big into that. They have their differences because they're human beings and they're independent, free-thinking guys, and they respect that about each other. But underlying all of it is a defense of masculinity, is a defense of what it means to be a good man, what it means to be able to provide and protect for your woman, what it means to be able to, to attract women by virtue of having your life in order. And that is a pivotal message for men at this time. So this nonsense of, oh, some guys just like to be dominated and like to... No, they don't, honey. No, they don't. They're doing it. They shouldn't be doing it. And there's a whole now team of men out there, strong, empowered men, that are trying to help them to get out of it. Okay, let's keep going. Let's go to uh, 3017. On average, if somebody, most men who are simps, they, there is an element of that that they like about it. Why, why would you chase down a woman who's not giving you any, um, who's, who's like telling you, like the young lady over there said, who's telling you like, I'm, you know, it's nothing, I don't want anything from you, or, or you know, nothing's going to happen between us, but they keep giving their time, they keep giving their resources, they keep giving their energy. I think there I must be, there must be an why? element of it that they like. Hold on, do you want to know the reason why mm-hmm. that a lot of times guys will be simping and doing it? Because a lot of men out there, especially average guys, don't have the same level of options that the average woman out, yeah. out there has. Okay, so and this is let's the thing it. where it always seems now, to elude <clears> a lot. Why did, I, why did I play that, even though we just had that discussion? Because I want to show you how disconnected women are from the male reality. Women are so used to having options. They're so used to, you know, put on a dress, put on some makeup, stick in those hair extensions, head out to the club. And even if you're a five, you're a four, you will get attention from men. You will walk in. People will turn heads. They are so used to that reality, particularly now with social media being what it is, because you know what they do. They doctor the images. They spend four hours trying to get one image in just the perfect lighting. That's the post. Guys slide into their DMs. That is the female reality in 2023. And they are so immersed in that reality that they can't even understand. They can't even wrap their heads around a male reality, which is that that's, that guy is sitting on these apps, that average guy. And he's not getting any swipes. He's not getting any clicks. No one's sliding into his DMs. He goes to the club. He looks okay. He looks pretty good. He's a say he's a five. Say he's a six. He's not getting attention from women. They're not looking his way. They're not interested in him. They cannot relate to that reality, which is why you have a deep problem. Because you have women who just don't understand what men are going through. And they're giving advice and they're throwing stuff out as if they do. Honey, if you're talking about how most guys want to be simps, you're lost in space when it comes to the male reality for the average guy in 2023. So either wake up and figure it out or, you know, stop running your mouth like this because it's nonsense what she's saying. Complete nonsense. I think it's really interesting, too, that people have no desire to really understand. Don't you want to understand, like, you got men, you got women. Don't you want to understand what somebody else is going through? I just don't understand it. I don't understand, like, this, like, brain-dead type of just let me repeat the same thing over and over again. It's like the definition of insanity. All right. We got a woman here, Magda K. I had never seen her channel. I stumbled across it, and I was like, oh, this is a goldmine for the channel. So I don't know how old she is. Uh, we're going to take a guess here when we're done. Um, she talks a lot about women, society, what she thinks is broken about the way society treats women in her view. Let's listen. Let's go to 119. We're in number two. Uh, let's go to 119. By saying that, you know, our society has a long way to go to actually fully cherish and respect women. It's like once a woman is no longer young, pretty, slim, or fertile, 
It's like she's damaged goods. It's absolutely a stupid concept, but this is something that we have to go against in our society. Now, nonetheless, and no matter what you've been told okay, or what it. you may even- I'm already irritated. I'm already irritated. The hair on my arms is standing up already because I, I can't stand this nonsense. This is just talking points. This is feel good talking points. She's talking to other women. This is probably an exclusively female audience and she's trying to make them feel good about themselves. So what she's doing is denying reality to them. And I find it very dangerous that she's doing that. First of all, society bends over backwards for women, honey. It bends over backwards for women. You got all types of affirmative action out there like, oh, gender equality and gender equity and this, and you got to hire a certain number of women and, oh, let's lower the standards in, in the fire department. I think that's a great idea so we can get more women in there. It's bending over backwards in the name of supposed equity all the time. In the same breath, it's telling men your masculinity is toxic, you're dumb, you got media pointing out these guys all the time that are fat and useless, everybody laughs, hee hee laughing at them. We talk about this all the time. This is just what's happening. So to say that women are oppressed in 2023 is not only ridiculous, I mean, it beyond comical, but it's also an incredibly dangerous talking point because then you fuel women with this nonsense and then they show up on podcasts like whatever podcast and say, women are oppressed and they can't back it up. And they actually wind up humiliating themselves in many ways. And I actually feel sorry for them in some capacity because they were spoon-fed the garbage and they weren't smart enough to sit and figure out that it was garbage. So bottom line, society's bending over backwards for women. That's number one. Secondly, she's talking about how it's unfair already. I can't stand this like, oh, fair. Life's not fair. Life's not fair. Is it fair that women will go out and demand that a man make six figures? Is that fair? Some would argue no, but it just is, right? Because women biologically are wired to want that security, to want that rock to lean on, to want that stability. And frankly, according to me, it's fine. That's okay. That's okay. Men should step up and they should be able to fulfill that role. They should do whatever they can to make that happen if they want to be someone who attracts high quality women. In the same breath though, why can't a man say, listen, I'm looking for a family, I'm looking for somebody young because, you know, the fertility is likely to be peak. I'm, I want, you know, beauty is important to me. I want to be attracted to that person. Fertility is important to me. I want somebody who's fit and in shape. In other words, I don't want an obese woman. Why can't a guy say that? Why? It's ridiculous to me, this idea that, you know, she wants to shut down biology. I mean, and I'm not saying, again, will there be outliers? <laughs> I had a baby at 40, y'all. I got pregnant on try one. People like me exist. So I'm not here to say every single woman's going to find themselves in a situation. But am I going to deny the reality that if you're 25 and a guy's looking at you, you he's going to be saying to himself, well, odds are I have more time for this journey, right? If I want more than one kid, if I want, I have more time because she's got more time in her biological clock. Can we just acknowledge reality? I can't stand these people that just, oh, it's mean-spirited for a guy to want an attractive, fertile woman. It's not mean-spirited. It's his biology. He wants a family, honey. In the same way that you're hardwired in your biology, your female biology, to want that provider guy, and you walk around saying, I want six figures from a guy, you're not embarrassed, but somehow he has to be embarrassed to express what he wants? Nonsense. Let's keep playing. Even thing yourself. You are needed, beautiful, and sexy. No matter the color of your hair, your weight, or whether you bleed during your menstrual cycle or not. But I will say something. This stupid idea that our society has 
that with age were not as valuable, were not as attractive, I have found, and for myself as well, that we have bought into this. Like we started believing this and it's become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I've noticed with myself and with other women that we basically allow the social conditioning to convince <laughs> us that with age, we're not as attractive. Okay. So, what so let's talk about her. How old do we think she is? I mean, I don't know. I- I'm going to say 35. That's my guess, 35. So she sounds to me, I don't know how old she is. Oh, God. Del- do you know Delhi? It says, it says 37 in the title. Oh, oh, it says it in the title? Oh, there we go. I turned 37. <laughs> Delhi's like, don't you read, Jed? <laughs> I just listen. 37. I thought she said something about being 35. I might have been watching old videos last night because I, I go all the way back in the channel. I dig and dig and dig before I choose to show you guys something from that channel. Got to make sure I'm not, you know, dealing with a complete psychopath, right? Although sometimes if it's a psychopath, it makes for good content. I'm just saying. So 37. Okay. So that's the, that is, by the way, people talk about the wall. Some of the guys in this space talk about the wall at 30. Oh, guys, listen, I'm telling you, I'm taking it from a female. 37 is brutal. 37 is brutal because something happens between 36 and 38 where a lot of the baby fat leaves your face and you look in the mirror and you're like, who the hell is that? I didn't sign up for this, bull. Who is that looking back at me? Now, if you already have your man and you're already in a, in a relationship, everything feels good, you're on the timeline you want, whatever it may be, that everything sounds great. But if you're not, you're sitting there single, oh man, you got to start to try to convince yourself of stuff. That's what she's doing. She's trying to convince herself now that... 37, oh, I'm just as beautiful as I was at 20, or I'm just as, you know, marketable in the sexual marketplace as I was at 25. And the reality is, now, I don't know what she looked like before. I don't know. For all I know, she was obese and deeply unattractive at 20, and maybe she does look better at 37. But for the vast majority of women, we will set and acknowledge that, you know, your peak is somewhere, I would say, in the 20s. For me, I think it happened a little bit late, to be honest. I felt like at 27, 28, I really felt like I looked my best. But it wasn't at 38, right? And it's not today, right? Do I think I – and you can be confident, right? I think I look pretty good. I had a baby, right? I take care of myself. I go to the gym. I exercise. But I don't have to ignore the reality that at 28, I probably looked a little better, you know? <laughs> like, hello. It's okay. It's all good. It's good. But what she's talking about is, first of all, she is limiting women to a window of like, she's just talking about the attractiveness. What she's not talking about is that oftentimes women who have children, for example, they get older, they may not be as, you know, youthful and fertile, but if they're a mom, there's a whole new level of beauty that comes out with them, right? And the guys talk about this. I think Justin Waller actually had a tweet about something about the beauty of women in motherhood is like, it's, it's quite, you know, it's quite unbelievable to behold. And, and it really is because you glow with, with a different passion and a different purpose when you're a mom. So the challenge is, is that you now have these older women, 37, 38, that are trying to compete with the 22-year-old, right? They never grew up. They never got married. They never found their man. They never had their baby because they were in a head of, oh, let me just work. I have all the time in the world, freeze your eggs, all this stuff. So they are in the dating marketplace with these young girls and they're feeling less than because they're looking around and they're like, well, she looks younger than me and she looks younger than me and she's 
probably more fertile than I am. And there's an insecurity that arises in women that they should be honest and just acknowledge. Instead of sitting around and saying, this isn't real. Oh, no. I, I don't. Just be honest about what you're going through, right? Because they never really, their life never changed. It never transformed for them into this next stage of life where you have your husband and you have your children. You're, you're not, like, I don't walk around a, a bar. I don't go to bars so I don't drink. But, you know, I wouldn't walk in and, and compare myself to a 22-year-old. I'm a mom. I have a husband that I love. I'm in a different stage of life, and that's really okay. Now, if I were single and I were walking into that bar and I were trying to, you know, get that high-value man because I didn't have him yet or whatever, then it would be a different game. And it becomes a bit of a head game for women. Let's just be honest about it. In the same way, by the way, I think sometimes with men, it's flipped. I heard Sneeko the other day talking about how he's 24, and he'll say, like, women don't take him seriously. They'll be like, oh, you're a baby. You're a baby. That happens to guys that are young. How many women will just be like, oh, grow up first, you know, because oftentimes those women are looking for the older men, and they will just ignore. I did that in college. I dated a guy that was much older, and every, like, college guy was like, oh, you're a baby. You're too young. You're this. You're that, which is also hard for guys to swallow at that age because you know what? Most guys aren't mature at that age, but you may meet one that is, that is that 23-year-old that knows what he wants, that has the good job. That happens too. So how do you think that guy feels? So you know what? Bottom line, life's not fair. It just is. It just is. And the reason that women don't want that young guy is because they're in their head saying, that guy probably can't provide security for me. And the reason that men oftentimes don't want that older woman is because they're saying, well, I want a family. And I want, you know, I'm a little worried that the timeline's going to be rushed or not there at all. That is a, a fair concern. It is. So if you want to talk about fairness, that's a fair concern. Stop getting all, and you know what these nonsense they do? It's like, oh, everyone's beautiful. Everyone's, okay, honey. Like, all right, get me a violin. Let's recite a poem together. And then we can all shed a tear and maybe we can meditate. I don't know. Ridiculous. Okay, let's go to eight minutes. Same video? Yeah, same video. Okay. Oh, it's the next, it's the next one. Okay. You ha I have it for you. It's the next one. In general, are not really appreciated in our society. There's so much that you do that is taken for granted and never acknowledged. But on top of this, with age, we get less and less compliments, so we don't feel seen and appreciated. It's like if you have a young, pretty girl, you know, I'm sure... Every one of us has received in our, you know, 20s a lot of compliments. Wow, you're so beautiful and all of this, right? But then when we get older, we don't get these compliments because it's like, it's like the society cannot come up with anything that they could compliment a woman for. Again, it's ridiculous. But it is true that older women do not get many compliments. Okay, that's so a lie. So we start feeling... Uh, I, see, again, this is a woman. I don't know whether she's married. I don't know... I could venture guess. I don't know what her situation is or her personal situation. It was hard to kind of dig and get some accurate information on that. But again, she is very clearly in her mind competing with the 22-year-old single girl. It's game over for you, honey, if you're doing that. Because you're also, you're not in the land of reality. Because women, 37, I'm, I just turned 44, y'all. Women my age get complimented all the time. I get complimented all the time. But it's not like, oh, hey, sexy. You know, I'm a... I'm a mom. I'm somebody's wife. You know how many people write me every day and say to see you with your child is such a beautiful thing. It's so weird to hear you say you didn't know if you wanted kids. I feel like you, you glow when you, you know, have them in your arms. That warms my heart more than, by the way, any compliment about my booty or whatever. 
people will say to me, you, it's so funny. Like I, I never realized, I never knew you were going to get married and you're like such a great wife. You love your husband so much. So you get complimented, but you get complimented differently. And yes, sure. You still get comments saying, oh, you look great or this every now and then. But again, you're not, you shouldn't be in a head of wanting the same kind of attention that a woman does at 22 because you shouldn't be on the same path as a 22 year old. Like, you shouldn't be at 37 out in the club with the drink up, like, hey, 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 you know, dancing and, you know, grinding up at night till four in the morning. If you're doing that, you've done something wrong. You've, you've made a choice or two that's not so great, let's be honest. And if you were so happy with it, you wouldn't be making a whole video talking about how, oh, women aren't revered as they age and blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't be saying that because you would be revered because you'd be in a different stage of life where you'd have your family and whatnot, and you'd be getting plenty of praise for that. No, you're out there trying to grind on some, what, 35-year-old guy, and to your right is some 22-year-old doing the same thing, and you're like, mm, I ain't going to win this one. Let's just be honest. Stop trying to compete with 22-year-olds. It's, it's silly. You, if you're not in a different stage of life, get in one. Do something. I hate to be rude and I hate to be, you know. And I understand, you know, some people say, oh, I don't want children. But oftentimes, you know, that's like Chelsea Handler. I don't want children. And then they give you a whole big, oh, I'm really happy. I get up every day and smoke and drink myself into a stupor. <laughs> Women, do, we, do you want feminine men in the chat? Ladies in the chat, can you let me know? Oh, somebody said, Austin, 10 bucks, get the likes up. Listen to me, y'all. Hit that like button. Do it right now for me. I'm going to wait. Imagine if I was just silent here until I saw the likes. I'd have Delhi notify me if the likes. Hit the like button. Hit that subscribe button. And pass this channel along to your friends. You got people out there. By the way, you got a woman in your life. You want to knock some sense into her? Send her over here. I'll get the job done. Number three here, Delhi. Fresh and fit. Let's go to 210. Let's go. The Damn, best guy is the most masculine guy, is what you're saying? No, you can continue to be who you are, but you got to deal with the consequence of being who you are. You will probably more than likely not get an assertive, dominant, attractive male that's traditionally masculine if you're a masculine woman. That doesn't really matter if that's not what you like to begin with. Right. It's like what, what, some what? women like feminine men. And okay. like to, to them, like a masculine man is like, okay, like whatever. Mm-hmm. You see it as like the grand prize, like whatever. But to them, it's like nothing because they're just lie. not into that that's a lie women overwhelmingly prefer a more masculine dominant man and if you don't believe me what is the most popular book amongst women 50 shades of gray what does that book exemplify that's my a man that is attractive tall income dominant etc he exude he, exa- he has all the traits that women traditionally look for in men now are there some weird exceptions of women that like feminine men absolutely there's always going to be anomalies but again exceptions don't make the rule if I line up 100 women, they're going to want a traditionally masculine man. 95 of them. Probably I think more. It's fine. But, like, I'm just saying, you know, you're generalizing. And I'm just saying. Like, okay. No I can't. You know what? I just. You're generalizing. You're generalizing because you're talking about 95 out of 100 men. You're generalizing. No, honey. He's talking about the majority. Well, well, well beyond the majority. Uh, I mean, who could even tolerate? But you know what it is? Again, this is a woman who, who ate the talking point. Masculinity is toxic. You know, women likes all, like all different types of guys. Yeah, that sounds good. It sounds inclusive. Let me just say that. Shows up on the Fresh and Fit podcast, and she gets knocked down in two seconds because it's garbage. How many – okay. If you're honest in the chat, you're going to admit that you like masculine men. How many women do you know see a guy, they're out, they look across the bar, and they see a guy who's got, you know, nail polish on, who looks very feminine, who's, you know, dainty – and they're like, that one. 
I want that one for me. And they go and they, no, they're looking right past that guy to the guy in the back who's, you know, got some muscles, who's got maybe a little facial hair, who, you know, you see him like maybe pay, pay the bill for a bunch of people and say, don't worry, I got this. And all of a sudden, all the estrogens run into your body and your cheeks flush. You know it. You know it. Because that is a guy who's got it together. That's a guy who's strong. Women like strong men. We like to be, you know, picked up. We like in the bedroom strength always becomes an asset. If you are, we like a, a masculine vibe because that means you're going to provide. That means if we're walking down, you know, a street and someone starts to do something funky, New York City is a crime vestibule now. You want your strong guy next to you who's going to be like, back off or else. That's what's appealing in a man. And you want a man that feels sturdy like an anchor. Right. You want a man that you feel like, you know, you can latch on to, you know, you know, in Titanic, when she's in the in the water and Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, she's on the little boat. Right. But you ever, did you ever watch that movie and get incensed about it? I was like, what the hell? She couldn't make room on that little piece of wood for him. He's in there like <laughs> he's like dying, literally dying of cold. And she's just like. Let me just take a nap up here and spread out, you know. Let me just get every ounce of warmth. Honey, you couldn't move over a little bit. Regardless, that is not, that is, you know, all programming, matrix programming, as I say. Because that guy would have would have ceased to be appealing if he didn't figure out to get himself a boat, get some. I understand people say, oh, no, he was doing good because he gave her the boat. Go figure out another thing to lean on, honey. Because if, if help doesn't come, you're going to have to have, figure out how to help her and save her. Not die in the water. <laughs> I mean, it was just like so nauseating. Not to mention, I'll say it, this won't go over well, but he was a little skinny in that Always movie. She looked big. She looked like she had a lot of meat on her and he didn't. And that visual did not strike my fancy. That always felt like, I don't know. Personally, I like to see, you know, more of a petite woman and more of a strapping man that's just my personal preference I like her by the way Kate Winslet but that was not a good match she needed to be paired with some guy that really had some strength and you know looked like a man Leo was like a little in that movie he was still a little boy he was very like me 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 I don't know not appealing not my not my type very pretty too I like handsome I don't like pretty you know what I mean you know what I'm saying in the chat guys are like wow she's gone off the the deep end regardless women aren't into feminine men yeah, I'm sure there's one here and one here that's like, oh, look at that male celebrity in a skirt. How cool. But vast majority are like, I'm out. You go to get a manicure done and you look to your left and there's a guy there and he's, he's getting a manicure and it's pink. You're like, get me out of here. This craziness. You know, you can respect people's choices, but you're not going to be like, oh, that's a guy I want to date. Can we just be honest for once? Women with these talking points. I swear. All right. Let's talk about, oh, man, this one got me. This, you ready? You all ready? By the way, I saved the best for last. So you better hang on because Drew will follow and this girl who hypersexualizes herself but doesn't want you to is the best part of the show. So hang on. But first, I got to do this with you. I, I look in the New York Post because, you know, the New York Post has turned into a cesspool of garbage, by the way. Real garbage. Sorry, Dad. I know you read it, but it's garbage. Um. I see this modern woman infantilizing her boyfriend. I, and, and the title of the article says, I put my boyfriend on a performance improvement plan to save our relationship. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? So I, let me just read the start. And then, Deli, you have that TikTok. Do you have that TikTok? Yep. 
Okay, we're going to play that directly from TikTok, but let's just intro it. A woman has divided social media after revealing she put her boyfriend on a performance improvement plan to save their relationship. Oh, how kind. Nadine Hugh shared earlier this week in TikTok that she put her boyfriend on probation early in the relationship when they were experiencing a lot of issues. Okay, so let's play the TikTok. Let's go to the TikTok. And you're going to hear in her own words, I got boatloads on this. So let's hear it. I'm going to share with you guys how I pipped my boyfriend in real life. For those of you not in tech, PIP stands for Performance Improvement Plan, and it's what you get put on when they're about to fire you. So my boyfriend and I were having a lot of issues in the beginning, like a lot. And ultimately, I felt like we weren't compatible, even though we had a lot of love for each other. So as a last straw, we decided to do like a performance improvement plan. And before you come at me, I know it's kind of harsh to some of you, but he's an engineer, and sometimes it's really hard to communicate with him without using something that he can already relate to. Plus, he kind of liked it. So we had a shared note with daily and weekly tasks he needed to do and a set of things that he needed to work on. And it worked out really well. Like even now for our household chores, things that he's responsible for, we use a Kanban board. That has been the only thing that has stuck and works. Like anything I need done, I just add it onto the Kanban board and he'll get it done. But if I just tell him, he'll forget about it. We also do weekly retrospectives where we check in with each other at the end of each week to see how we're doing. And that's my favorite. Okay. So can we talk about how she doesn't have a boyfriend? She has an infant, a little baby. I mean, she has a child. She turned this man into a child, and she's proud of it, by the way. So several points on this. First of all, is there any guy in the chat that finds this attractive? I mean, I would rather, I don't know. I, I can't even come up with something. I'd, I would send me into the desert for a week. I'll figure out how to find water before I sign up for that. I'm not kidding. So first of all, if you have a lot of issues, this is just general relationship advice. Let me give you just for having probably some years on many of you in the chat. If you have a lot of issues in a relationship in the beginning, get out, get out. It's not supposed to be hell in the beginning. If it's hell in the beginning, by the middle and the end, it's going to be like, you know, Satan's chamber. You, you got to get out because it, it can't be. That means that there's a clash here. That means either you have a different worldview you got a different type of personality. There's a clash happening here that you don't want. You don't want to force this. And I see people all the time. They're like right out of the gate. They're like trying to force this thing. Maybe they're attracted to each other, but there's something else going. If, you, if it's all this, I'm telling you, do yourself a favor and end that nightmare because it's only going to get worse. It should be like very, very pleasant and happy in the beginning. Very, very pleasant and happy is all I'm going to say. Okay, that's number one. So the fact that she forced this already tells me she's got some sort of broken something going on internally because that's just silly. So then she says that she puts him on this regimen, you know, this boyfriend that she turned into a little baby. And he kind of liked it, she says. No, he didn't, honey. He didn't like it. But this guy must be some type of desperate, desperate simp. Something's going on in his life. I wish I, I really want to meet him. I wish there was a video of him where we could actually analyze what was going on here because what guy would allow this to happen? She created a whole, whole list of daily and weekly activities that he had to complete and put it on a board, okay? That's like, oh, you know, I asked my boyfriend to do this and he always forgets. So now we have a checklist and every day before he goes to work, we check it off. And I don't know, honey, does he get a sticker? Does he get a sticker? Does he get an extra scoop of ice cream after dinner if he's a good boy? I mean, this is what it sounds like to me. What type of crazy guy isn't telling her, oh, honey, I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll, I'll do the chores. I'm getting to them. I'm taking care of X, Y, and Z, but I'm not doing this nonsense. Bye. See you later. Oh, you don't like it? Oh, I guess there's other fish in the sea. Have a wonderful life. You need to be that kind of guy. 
putting up with this. I mean, no backbone whatsoever. Read at the end, too, is the best. When she says, oh, we also have, I was writing notes as she was talking, weekly retrospective. What does that mean? That means this guy's got to sit at the end of the week and go back. What, what went well this week, honey? What do you feel you can improve upon next time? Do you feel like when you did the checklist, would it have helped you if I gave you a little present or a treat after each one? I can't figure out if she wants this guy to be a dog or a baby. I mean, it's utterly ridiculous stuff. Guys, don't do this. Do not allow your, I don't care how good looking she is. I don't care what she's got going on. She, I don't care. Do not sign up for this. This is deeply humiliating. And by the way, she put this out there in public. Now people who know that guy are like, ooh. I mean, she, this is public humiliation because there are people who are going to know that guy. No concern for that. Can you imagine weekly retrospectives? Would you sign up guys in the chat? And by the way, get in the chat. Get those chats in because I, I'm going to come all at once. And then I leave. Hopefully I won't press any buttons today and break the computer. But you never do know. Guys in the chat, would you date a woman like this? Also, leave comments. Um, I want to I see. I, I read through the comments. I get great joy out of them, too, sometimes. Read through the, write the comment and tell me, would you date a woman like this? And by the way, do you know anyone who's dating a woman like this? Do you know anyone, any guys, any friends you have, that you, they've got the girlfriend, and that girlfriend has them wrapped around her little finger? Do you know guys like Because I do. And I'm always wanting to just shake them. I try to, you know, stay in my lane, but not easy sometimes. Not easy. So this guy's completely whipped. Don't allow your girlfriend to whip you. It's embarrassing. Okay. Now we're going to get to Drew, the highlight. The highlight. Drew will follow, and they call her legal baddie. Delara. Okay. Delara's an tra- attractive girl. She is attractive, but, and she's, she repeatedly tells you, us, and we'll tell you, you'll hear in a minute, that she's a lawyer. She passed the bar. Okay. Great. Awesome. I have a master's degree that says very little about who I am or any amount of common sense. I'm increasingly at a point, by the way, if you have a degree from an institution of higher learning, that I'm actually thinking you might be dumber than somebody who doesn't because of what's going on with the college scene. I'm not lying. Let's go to 1018, Delhi. This is going to be fun. So fasten your seatbelts, people. We're coming in hot. Mm-hmm. The hate that I got was never from my female peers. Mm-mm. It was it was only from the guys like, oh, she dresses like that. Let's see what her GPA is. Let's see how she does, you know, after her first year of law so school. So slut-shaming and misogynistic. So slut-shaming. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas my female peers would mm-hmm. would come up to me and say, thank you for showing up the way that you do to law school because now I feel more comfortable to show up expressing myself as opposed to like in sweats or like covering up Having my identity. Like, like yeah, dim, dim myself down, to yeah. make other people comfortable. Okay, yeah. liar. Especially men. Okay, liar. Liar. You're lying, honey. You and I both know it. You're lying. She's trying to say that when she went to law school and she would dress like seductively, because she goes on and on to say, by the way, that when she was in high school, she would wear like four-inch heels. You know, you know the type, right? Looking for t- attention-seeking all the time. Anyway, fine. That's cool. I have no problem with that. I went to college and got dressed up. I used to love to get dressed up to go to college. But you know why? Because I was, you know, looking for, I liked the little attention back then, too. I was like, hmm, well, thank you. I look good. I mean, I'm honest about it, though. That's the difference. Anyway, she got dressed up, and she's trying to tell you that the women weren't jealous and nasty about it. No, no. They were complimentary. They came over and were like, you've really opened up a forum for me to express myself. But the guys were nasty about it. No, honey. Listen, I've been in television for a decade. Let me tell you something. 
some of the cruelest, nastiest, most horrible things ever said to me. Some of the cruelest and nastiest people that I've encountered in this very tough business, women. Women are brutal when it comes to other women. I'm not talking about your little friend group, right? People that you know and trust. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about other women. I'm talking, you ever go to the club and you look good? Ladies in the chat, you ever go to a club, you look good, feeling confident, and there's that girl across that thought she was the prettiest one in the room, and now she's like, hmm, she's got to take you out, right? She's got to take you out. Suddenly there's a rumor going on about you. You're like, what? It's that girl in the corner. She's like, I'll get it. Mean Girls. Mean Girls was a movie for a reason because there was truth to it. So don't lie. Don't lie and say, oh, all men are bad and all women are just wonderful to other women. That's just not true. Now, I, my best friend is a woman. I know plenty of women who are really good, really wonderful people. I have plenty of women that I have great relationships with. But you are lying if you don't talk about how competitive a lot of women are with each other and how women will tear each other down so quickly, your head will spin. So I don't buy this for a second. What I do believe is you probably went in there, and yeah, some women may have said some nice things to you. There were a lot of women that were like, who does she think she is dressing like that? Oh, you were getting the attention from the guys. They were pissed. They were mad. They were twisted like a knot, like a telephone wire wound up right inside their belly in the back of that room, and you know it. Stop lying. Oh, but camaraderie with women. It's it, it, don't, don't give me that if you're lying. Come on. All right. Then they get into multitasking, and they these feminists, they're, you know, self-described feminists. They say that men can't multitask. Let's play that 1208. We can focus on a million things at once. Yeah. But you give the average dude one task, right. it's going to be a, a whole day thing. Yeah. Like he's like, I got to mentally prepare for my task. Whereas like women can do everything, like uh, aside from being like a partner, a spouse, or a mother, yeah. right? They're also working, providing, cooking, cleaning, all of those things. Facts. So they're just built different from a very young age. We're like taught, you need to be able to do a million things. You can't just do one. <clears throat> now, do you think that women are built different? Okay. Um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because I, and I'm sure there are some guys like that. I, I'm married to a guy who does 50 things at once very efficiently. Like, it's, it's crazy. He's up at 5 o'clock in the morning. This is getting done. That's getting done. This is get, it's, it's wild. I swear it's like he's got, like, seven arms, and they're all doing this all the time. So I, I don't – what she's talking about is just not reality. However, this is internalized garbage from modern media because when you watch television or you watch movies, what do you see? Don't you see the guy she's talking about? I can't tell you how many TV shows – I mean, it's kind of like a Chandler Bing from Friends. It's that guy in This is 40, the husband. I mean, there's so many examples you can think of of, like, the guy you see on screen that's like the, the useless idiot guy where the wife's like, hey, can you drive to the grocery store and pick up these three things? And he comes home with two. And then she's like, what about that? And he's like, Bleh. that guy, right? You see him projected on your television screen consistently. This is what the propaganda machine does because now they have women absorb that information and that content and they begin to see that as truth all the time and they project that onto men. So there are, I don't know, maybe they're also hanging out with low quality men. I don't know. But the guys I know are getting it done. They're paying bills. They're working one, if not sometimes two, if not sometimes three jobs. And also, they're getting nagged a lot of the time to get, oh, can you do this? Oh, can you do that? Oh, can you do this? And they do maybe three out of five, and you're mad because the other two didn't get done because he's also got one eye on a job that's paying the bills, honey. So let's just, you know, sit back for a second, take a deep breath, and exhale the programming that you've been given. 
Let's go to number nine. Uh, oh, this is this is another one. This is uh, actually a point re- that was reiterated by Bangs on the Whatever podcast the other day. Take a listen. Uh, number nine is fourteen oh two. Mix of hot girls and hot guys is just <laughs> so ass backwards. Yeah. A guy goes out to a bar or to a club or anywhere, guaranteed you'll see at least like five beautiful women. Yeah. I am lucky if I walk in anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere, and I see a, a seven. I'm lucky, <laughs> like truly. Like there are so many guys in backward baseball caps and cargo shorts, and so many stunning, gorgeous, creative, talented, beautiful, literally, like it's kind women. It's a sickness, and it's and it f-ks up the economics of dating. It f-ks uh, up the, the economic system is yeah. And so I, mean? I really am excited for this shift. Okay. Now that now so that let's women talk about are, that because it's the second you know the second brain dead feminist that said this. First of all, guys who wear the backward hats, I don't know if you're uh, very sexy. I happen to find that very sexy. I always say I like a guy with the casual clothes. If you if you look like you're trying too hard as a man, I'm out. I'm, I know a lot of the red pill guys like the suits and the ties and all. That's not my scene. I need I need you to look like you just rolled out from under a car. That's the honest. I, if you see my husband, he's got like the facial hair. He's strong. He's kind of kind of like a lumberjack a little bit. So let's, let's just talk about how, again, that is a, ma- a, a grungy kind of masculine man, very appealing to women, very appealing to women. They don't need to be, you know, in finance. Fine if you're in finance, by the way. That's fine. But just talking about, you know, let's give some love to the guys who, you know, work in construction and all that stuff. And maybe they're a little rough around the edges, but that can be very attractive, too. Why do women always look so good? Well, let's talk about this. When you go out to a club, what does a guy do to get ready for a club? What does a guy do? Let's say you're going out to a club. Guy takes a shower and gets dressed. Puts a little something maybe in his hair if he's got a lot of hair going on, and that's it. And he's just being him, right? He's just him. He shows up, that's it. So let me ask you, honey. The girls that you're saying look so good, they, like, look like they're so amazing. So do they have hair extensions? Do they – how much makeup they got on their face? What are they wearing? Are they enhanced in any way, either surgically or, you know, those bras they sell in Victoria's Secret that's like you put the bra on and it's like three boobs inside the bra added to your own boob, right? So when the guy, like, if you go home with him that night, he takes it off, he's like, where'd all her boobs go? Oh, it's the bra. It's like a boob bra. She wearing one of those to get the attention? Just asking. What about the filler, the Botox, the all that stuff? So you got women. You ever see what they do with makeup now? Go watch some makeup videos. The pe- women are now. It used to be makeup that was just like, oh, you put a little makeup on the guy I have on now. Very little. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I don't like it. My skin gets weird. So I never wore a lot of makeup. I used to, in fact, I used to fight the TV uh, makeup hair makeup artist. I used to be like, do less of this. Do I don't want powder. I don't want that. It was like an ongoing problem. But women today are using makeup as like. They're just, they're changing their faces, their contour, the nose gets real skinny. This, I mean, it's layers deep, layers deep. It's, it's eyelash extensions that are glued on all the time. A friend of mine told me uh, a story that this is no joke. She, (laughs) she went out on a date. She has eyelash extensions and she went on a date. It was going real. What's the guy she's been seeing for a little while. She went in his bed and she woke up the next day. She went to go to the bathroom and the guy started, was like, what is that? eyelash just all over the pillows just eyelash it was like a just a a garbage dump of eyelashes and you know what her eyes look like just no eyelashes everything had fallen off or something I don't know she was rubbing her eye overnight maybe she had too much drink I don't know and I was like honey that's why you gotta just be you because if he knows you got thin eyelashes he's gonna love you like that you start putting all that stuff on some nastiness accompanies that so let's be honest that's why oh I see all these beautiful women yeah they're all like there's a whole bunch of fake going on Guys can't do that. 
I mean, short of a hair transplant, what are you going to do? If you're short, you're not walking on stilts. You know, if you, you got to go get buff going to the gym, that takes a lot of work. What are you doing? You just got to show up as you. So let's not try to create this parallel. Like, come on. Okay. Ridiculous. Just be honest. By the way, there are a lot of good looking men out there too. I'd love to know though, honey, what do those women look like if you took all that stuff away? You got a before and after picture? I think the audience would enjoy it. I'd love to see it myself. Okay, let's uh, tell me you can't stand men without telling me you can't stand men. Number 10, 20, 20 minutes. I've been caused by men. Facts. So maybe they're not the best. <laughs> I Inherently. think the issue is that we pick leaders based on confidence and not based on merit. And Period men bitch. beat women out on confidence. Yeah. But women are more competent leaders across the board. <laughs> yeah. Like across the board, there's so many studies, like huge studies that mm -hmm. confirm this. Yeah. Um, and I think that. It makes sense, right? Going back to what we were talking about earlier, the ability to multitask, the mm -hmm. ability to have <laughs> the emotional intelligence mm -hmm. to assess a situation, yeah. to be to be a multidimensional, nuanced in, in okay. the approach as opposed to the so, theory. So this is this is just man hating, right? I mean, you can you can you just these women just don't like men. I don't know if they're damaged from men. I, I don't know what it is. But they. this is a talking point, by the way, guys, that you're going to have to deal with a lot um, because this is coming down the pike through a lot of therapists, too. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on the corrupted therapy. I'm going to do that one day. I'll probably get banned that day, but you got to do it. But, you know, emotional intelligence is something that you will often hear, oftentimes from female therapists. Your, men just don't have the same type of emotional intelligence. That's, that is a talking point of the feminist left, typically. Emotional intelligence, emotional. That means that somehow, guys, you're not able to process. You're a dummy. You're emotionally dumb is what they're saying. We're so complex and amazing. But you're just some dummy that I have to, like, talk down to like a little baby you don't understand. So they say that emo lack of emotional intelligence is a problem. You know, these feminists. I would love to know what studies she's citing. I noticed she didn't cite them. I haven't seen them. I've not seen studies that show that, but I would love to see. I'll take a, a look at them. Is it studies like the CDC? Those kind of studies i'm curious um she also talks about merit and it's interesting to me that you feel now that we're in a society where oh it should all be about merit okay so if it's all about merit then i guess you would support women not being you know firefighters and women not being on the front lines of combat right because when it comes to whether they deserve to be there when it comes to physical examinations 9.9999999% Nine out of 10 women, they can't do it. They can't compete. You're the same people that are arguing for gender equity and saying, oh, if you have a company and you have 20 positions open, 10 of those have to be women. Well, what if those aren't the best people to drop? Well, you have to create equity and equality. You're the same people saying that. So you're lying. You're lying. This is, this is just more nonsense, more talking points. I, by the way, do believe it should be based on merit. I believe in merit. I believe in merit pay for teachers. I, I firmly believe that if you interview 40 people for a job, and let's say all 40 are female, those are the best people. Uh, let's say the best people that you have are female. Hire them. Let's say the best people you have for that job, all of them are male. Hire them. I'm not interested in your gender diversity bullshit. Sorry for those who don't like cursing. That just came right out of my mouth. I'm that, that's how you know how heated I'm getting, Deli. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in that. Okay. 
Are you an adult woman or not? I don't remember what this one is. Let's go to 2247. And as a woman, like in a male dominated space, like even let's say in law school, Mm -hmm. a hyper feminine presenting woman, you raise your hand, all eyes are on you. What is she going to say? Yeah. When a guy raises his hand, it's just like, okay, like whatever. Yeah. And so that also adds an entire different level of pressure. Yeah. Of of an opportunity to fail, mm-hmm. an opportunity to choke. Mm-hmm. And then when the woman chokes, it's like, of course she choked. Yeah, and it's like, well, that makes sense because she's a woman. Of course, all <laughs> she cares about is the way that she looks and and, and the way yeah. that she dresses. She doesn't so now, actually care about. The- now you can't acknowledge that if a beautiful woman is in a classroom and raises her hand, that eyes will go to her because people are like, wow, it's a beautiful woman. That's a bad thing now. Now it's like, oh, no, everybody looks at her and they're all waiting for her to choke. And it's all this pressure on her because there's all these eyes on her. Again, are you an, a grown adult woman or not? Can you, I mean, I don't understand. You want equality, but you want a separate set of rules for you. What do you want, a safe space? You want to walk into a little room where no one's looking at you and have a safe space to answer your question? I don't understand. If you're proud of your beauty as a woman... You should, and, and you're dressed in a certain way, which obviously means that you like the attention you get, and you raise your hand and you answer a question, and eyes are on you. Wouldn't you enjoy that? Wouldn't you be like, wow, I look good? Take it as a confidence boost and answer the question. No, it's got to be like, oh, I'm unsafe and safe. What? What are you even talking about? You want to have your cake and eat it too, is the bottom line. You want to have your cake and eat it too. You want to be able to dress a certain way and get the attention, but also in the same breath say that the attention is somehow damaging to you and all the people giving you attention are out to get you. You know what? Then don't put any makeup on. Put a paper bag over your head. Show up in a cardboard box and nobody has to worry. Then everybody's happy, right, babe? Okay. Jed called me babe. Jed's a misogynist. (laughs) Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button if you like what I'm doing. By the way, this is all authentic people. If you hear a Brooklyn accent, it's because I'm from Brooklyn. And I'm really just telling you what I think. So if you're like, wow, does Jed really believe this? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Or I wouldn't say it. Uh, Let's talk about men. 2632, red pill guys. Fat phobia, for example, is something they love to talk about. And they love to stress that it has something to do with health. Like, oh, I just care about people's health. But see, you don't. Because if you did, you would care a lot more about eating disorders. You would care about bodybuilding and what it does to their bodies and how unhealthy it is because they're on the other side of the spectrum. You would care about unprotected sex. You would care about smoking. You would care about vaping. You would care about drinking, all of which affect your health far more than what someone's eating in their personal life. Or like having a clean space. You walk into their apartment (laughs) and it's like, okay, there is no evidence. I feel like she's talking to me. Are you talking to me, Drew? Oh, are you dreaming about me again? Just saying. Um, So she's talking about how there's hypocrisy here, she feels, that these guys will talk about obesity. She's really talking about these masculine guys. That's why, red pill guys, that's what she's talking about. People who, she says, troll her. They'll talk about obesity, but they don't care about all this other stuff, which is nonsense. This is, first of all, someone like me, I talk about obesity, but you also hear me talking about wellness. You hear me talking about smoking. You hear me talking about vaping. No good. Bad habits. Not good to breathe that stuff in. For heaven's sake, I'm telling you not to touch receipts that come out of the grocery store. You see that segment the other day? You got Sterling Cooper being like, listen, eat your grass-fed, grass-finished meat. Don't touch those receipts. There's BPA in them. It's going to mess with your testosterone levels. Well, you got Luke Belmar. I don't know if you know the Belmars are awesome. They're telling people, toss your air fresheners out with those toxic fragrances. Don't be breathing that stuff in. So she's wrong. 
she wants to pretend that these guys don't care about the larger picture when a lot of these guys do. These guys talking about the Matrix are very plugged into health. Very, very plugged into. That's where the stuff about the gym comes into play. They're very, very plugged into environmental toxins. Actually, Luke Belmar, if you know them, the Belmars have been on with Fresh and Fit before. Two brothers. I keep mentioning them because their content is really fantastic. I'm trying to get them on. But Luke is currently in Ohio, in East Palestine, Ohio, with a respirator mask on, doing investigative research about what's going on with the air and water there because he's so concerned about what's leaching out and what these people are experiencing. So, you know, this is just more feminist garbage. They, they want to think they know something about these guys, but they don't. Do a little research. Just do a, a tad of research. It wouldn't hurt. 3132, Dolly. is that there is generational disadvantages for people who have been oppressed under mm -hmm. these structures and so even if like let's just say okay now in the work environment like women are being elevated that's to offset you know <laughs> the hundreds of literally years before. Yeah. exactly and so to to look at things in a vacuum yeah. and without the context of the structures that we exist in is stupid yeah, yeah it's, it's just like come on and it's irresponsible on top oh, of that oh it's so irresponsible and you also don't it's irresponsible okay, when they yeah. say things like that let's too. pause it their suggestion is that it's irresponsible to judge people on their behavior now no 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 what you have to do is you have to make people in 2023 pay for the bad negative oppressive actions of those you know 200 and 200 years ago so what she's essentially saying is that you know, men got away with X, Y, and Z way back in the day, so these guys have to suffer. What she's saying is that people today have to suffer for the actions of others. And we went through this the other day a bit, but I just wanted to highlight it again, how unbelievably absurd it is to say that. Instead of judging someone's behavior based on their own character, she's saying now, by the way, you've got to fill these jobs with women. You've got to hire more women. You have to balance things out now because 60 years ago, women didn't have access to the same opportunities. What are you talking about? Wouldn't the correct response to what happened then, if you believe there was oppression going on then, and I do believe in, there were many cases where women weren't afforded the same opportunities as men. My response to that as an intellectual person is, I'm not going to imbalance it the other way now out of spite. I'm going to have, okay, let's have equal opportunity, but not equal opportunity of outcomes. Let's have the best person fit for the job, get that job, man or woman. That's what somebody who's sane and who actually wants to create a balanced system would recommend not, oh, let's be spiteful to guys because way back in the day, women didn't have certain opportunities. So now let's hate on all these guys and make them suffer. First of all, are you 11? Secondly, that's a lot of internalized resentment. Y'all talk about the internalized misogyny. You need to be talking about some internalized resentment that you got going on. Okay, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about gyms. You see all this stuff going on with the gyms, all these videos with the gyms? You see these girls in the gyms now, they're like, half naked or, or almost fully naked, right? Everything's exposed. They're like doing a squat and there's some guy in the corner that just goes like this. And they're like, oh, did you see that? I feel violence. I'm, I can't, I'm unsafe. And they, uh, but they have enough time. They feel, you know, like it's been violence against them and unsafe, but they have enough time to set up the tripod, set up the cell phone, capture it, and then go sit and upload it on TikTok for you all to see, right? Phonies, all of them, phonies. You wore that outfit because you wanted that attention in the gym and don't say you didn't. Anyway, now you have Drew. I don't know if she goes to the gym. I don't know. And then you have this other girl, Delara, who admittedly says she's not a wellness girl. Maybe she spends time in the gym. I don't know. 
weighing in on male behavior in the gym. And I have a couple things to say about this as somebody who has spent the last 20 plus years religiously spending time in gyms. They're full of it. But let's let's roll it. Forty eight oh five. is like you have to wear certain things in order to be comfortable mm -hmm. and so like there's no escape like i can't even i'm not gonna work out in baggy clothes yeah and i'm certainly not gonna work out in baggy clothes to protect myself exactly like, let again let me just be me without yeah. feeling unsafe and without feeling punished yeah exactly and yeah. it's when it comes to this this video about like heavily populated like when you were talking about um biologically yeah uh, that goes both ways because okay. a lot of men like to use that and be like, well, men are just genetically stronger. Yeah. Some, Some men are yeah. genetically stronger. I can promise you right now there are many men that I am stronger than. 1,000%. That I'm faster than. Okay, that wait, hold, hold that. Hold that because we're going to bleed into this one. That I don't. Did you do 48 or 49, Deli? 49. Okay, so we're going to flip these. Let's keep playing this one. We're going to go back to 48. Let's do 49 now. Then that's why I said... Yeah. That's some, there's yeah. a big asterisk next to that because some men biologically are weaker and smaller than me. Yeah. And I identify as a woman. So that's my point. Like it goes both ways. Yeah. Like, okay. Now, honey, the same it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. So, and a lot of those guys, by the way, Drew's big. She's a, she's a, she's tall. She's big boned. Um, from what I can tell, I haven't been, you know, face to face with her, but she, she reads as somebody who's got some height to her, you know? <clears throat> I'm saying this very politely, as you might imagine. But a lot of those guys that are smaller than you, honey, are way stronger than you. Way stronger than you. In fact, I have a story for you. The other day I was in the gym. <clears throat> we're going to get back to the gym segment. The other day I was in the gym, and I, there were two people. I was doing squats, and there were two people here. It was fascinating. There was a woman who looked very sturdy. I mean, she looked like she, didn't, she wasn't a bodybuilder, but she, she, she was like borderline. And there was a guy next to her that looked like, I want to say, a 20-year-old boy. Not, not built, kind of wiry. And I sat there, and I was watching them. And I, I was in my mind like, wow, this is going to be an interesting study, right? So she steps up, and she puts some weight on that machine. I'm not going to lie. She, puts, she packed some weight. There were two bars that they were each using. She packed some weight on, more than, I, more than I did, and big legs. I was like, wow. You could see she was really working, right, to get that stuff done. And then I looked at the guy and he just set one, just added more weight than that. And was just like, it was nothing. And I'm like, whoa, this woman looked big and he looked small, but there's a reason for that. So, and this is, this is, this is a lot of this comes down to this like gender debate and all that. Men have denser, stronger bones. Can we repeat that? Men have denser, stronger bones. They have stronger tendons. They have stronger ligaments. This is a biological difference between biological men and biological women. Men's lungs are bigger. They're bigger. That means more air gets pumped. Men's hearts are bigger. That means the way the blood gets pumped is very different. Men have more muscle mass than women. Their skeletal muscles are faster. Their skeletal muscles are more power. This is just biology. This is why you have a huge problem when you have biological men entering into women's sports because you have this enormous discrepancy, right? So even though you could have a, a guy who's visually smaller looking than a woman, he has all of this other stuff going on, which serves as a big advantage to him, which is why you always have these guys like, you know, 
in male sports, they'll place like, you know, 150th and then they'll transition, go into women's sports and get the gold medal. They'll be at the top of their game, whatever that medal is. And you're like, wait, what? Well, yeah, it's a man. You can't have men and women compete. So when she's saying I'm bigger and as if it's like, oh, you never know. It could be a woman who's stronger or a man who's stronger. No, 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 no. Could you have an outlier here and there? Yes, always. But we're talking about beyond majority here, that these are just differences in biology when it comes to men and women. So why, I don't know why I have to lecture feminists about biology, but here we are. Okay, I want to go back. Deli, can you go back to 4805? Okay, we're, this is the gym's part I want to get to. It's a different angle of the gym. A lot of women have told me that they feel really uncomfortable going to the gym. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because have you been to a commercial gym? Bitch, yeah. they're awful. Like, it's bad. The amount of disgusting people in gyms, like, and I'm talking men specifically, yeah. and it's because they heavily populate them. Yeah. And they, like, it's almost like dogs where they just pee everywhere mm-hmm. and it's like this is ours and mm-hmm. it's just like it's creepy it's weird and it makes them feel unsafe and it's not because they're like oh i'm better than men it's literally because they feel unsafe whether it's emotional physical whatever it may be and can you blame them like yeah. can you literally blame them like that's why when when men are up in arms about female only gyms yeah, like I was gonna women say. and femme gyms only where men aren't allowed they're like what kind of segregation is this? right and okay. it's like the threats so are let's, diff- let's talk about this okay i i really can't first of all women don't like to go to female only gyms do you know why because oftentimes half of the reason they're in the gym is to wear the cute outfit. I see these girls in the gym, the leopard top and bottom, walking in, toss the hair, look over. Come on. It's like a sexual marketplace in and of itself, the gym. People know that. So let me say this. I've been going to the gym for a very long time. I started going to the gym in college, okay? I'm well beyond college. Many years in gyms. I I belong to these exact types of gyms she's talking about, these big box gyms. I was a member of New York Sports Club in New York for a long time, Crunch Gym for a long time, Equinox Gym for a long time. I even popped into some of the other ones. I think I popped into LA Fitness here and there. All of these big box gyms, okay? I have never once felt unsafe ever, not one time. I'm somebody who goes into the gym easily four to five days a week. Easily. And I, I don't think I've, the only disruption I had in exercise my entire life was right after I had a baby because they actually tell you not to exercise those four weeks or five weeks after. You can walk, but that's really all you can do for many reasons. I've been doing this my whole life. I've never felt unsafe in a gym. Have I had guys occasionally look at me? Sure. So who cares? I mean, are you so broken that you, I mean, what is wrong with you? And you know what? Those occasions, I was probably wearing a little bit of a skimpy outfit. And you know what? I was probably fine with them looking at me. Hee, 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 you know. So own it. I've never had those, those spaces feel like they've been polluted by, oh, my God, it's so dirty. I can't even handle it. Give me a break. You walk into a, you ever, honey, I'm sure that Drew and Delara have walked into the bathroom in a club. Okay? It's nasty in there. If you can do that, you can go into a gym. Give me a break. And by the way, those bathrooms in the clubs you're going into that are all nasty and there's all stuff all over the floor, who's making that mess, honey? Women. Women. You're in a women-only bathroom. So all of this nonsense, I mean, and then she says at the start of the other clip, oh, she, you know, I have to be comfortable. I'm in the gym. I have to be. Do you have to be naked to be comfortable? Even in my skimpiest outfits, it was like a pair of spandex pants and a, and a sports bra. Now I go into the gym sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I can't believe what I'm seeing. 
booty out. I'm talking about doing a squat and the I see everything. I'm like, y'all got underpants on? What is going on? I know the thong underwear exists now. I wear them too, but I'm like, I'm like, what? Horrified. Horrified by what I see. Out. Everything's out. Exposed. They're doing push-ups. You're like, oh, you don't know where to look. It's like, as a female, I'm like, I don't need to. I didn't go to the strip club. I came to the gym. <clears throat> so now you're expecting guys not to notice. Come on. Don't tell me, one, that you wore that outfit to the gym for yourself. Did you wear it at home? You prance around the house like that? Well, yes, I do. Liar. Secondly, don't tell me. There would be something wrong with a dude if he didn't look at you like that. I mean, honestly, only a low-T guy wouldn't just instinctively be like, what's going on? Like, it's like almost, what's going on over there? What? Is, what? It's just, it's better visual. And you knew that. Because then you wanted to go on the, the, the comment section, Drew Follows podcast, and complain, oh my God, these guys are so gross. I feel unsafe. Also, this new theme of like, I feel unsafe around men. You, there are times and places to feel unsafe. You're walking through a big city late at night. You're in an area you're not supposed to be. There's times and places to feel unsafe. The gym? Come on. They're lying. Okay, and the last clip we have for the day, then if there is anything in the chat, do we have chats? No, okay. If there is anything, I will read it, but if not, no worries. And let's go to the last one, clip 16. The world, we have to maintain our authenticity so that one day I can walk into a boardroom with my yiddies out, like just <laughs> like this, and people have to take me just as seriously because yeah. they are judging me based off of the merit of what I have to say yeah. and not the way that I present. Yeah, and okay, that's Come the on. world that I want. She, do you hear what she's saying? The lawyer. She wants to be able to go into a boardroom with the with the boobies out, exposed, naked, and she wants to get respect. She wants you to be able to sit and listen as if she's fully clothed. And judge her on the content and the merit of what she's saying and not on the fact that she's got no self-respect and she's walking around half naked and pretending that she expects you not to notice when, in fact, that's exactly why she did it. She could bounce around the room. I mean, is this type of delusion that you want to deal with now in this day and age? This is the delusion of the modern woman. And, you know, people out there who say, oh, I got this message the other day. We're finished for the day after this, but I got this message. Chad, you're so tough on women. I am one. I am one. And you know what? I have a lot of per perspective and insight into women because I am one. And I've been dealing with girls like this my whole life where I'm just like, be honest, where I've had to check them, where I've made different decisions. I've had the bad girls. You know what? Bad girls spent a good 10 years in New York City trying to get me to, you know, get that body count up and do this. And th I know a lot about women. I am one. I've lived the experience. There are a lot of really good women out there, by the way, who are also tired of this nonsense from the bad girls. And as somebody who takes on the left as well, I feel like I'm doing, you know, double task here. You take on the modern left and you take on modern feminism, which are essentially one and the same. Just so you know, these are the same peoples all crossover um, who are out to wreck men and distort reality. I don't like reality distortion. I like the truth. So thank you, everyone, for being here today for hanging. Oh, yeah. What's up? Yeah, there's a couple more coming in right uh, now. Oh, okay. Let's uh, do it. Try refreshing the oh, you want screen. It? Refresh it? Yeah. I don't know if I had to do that. Deli, you might have to read them. I don't understand this computer. Y'all, don't make fun of me. All I see is get the likes up from Austin. Oh, here there we go. Is. Wait, it's coming in. I'll give it a second. If it doesn't, then you're going to have to read them. Are you down to read them, Deli? Yeah. 
All right, Jelly's going to read them because my computer. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. I would show it to you all, but I'm afraid if I. Oh, here it comes. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> oh. Hey, you know that song? Oh, who sings the hey? You know that song? Really good song. Jed McMahon. Jed, never be afraid to be logical. Love you, gal. Well, thank you. Exhale the programming you've been given. Needs to be on a t-shirt. Exhale the pro- That's good. We have merch coming, y'all. We have merch coming. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be wearing it on the show. It's really cool. You're going to want it. Let's see. Boosted Hatch 3. Where's the bottom to all this dating relationship mess? I'm about to turn 38 and have my whole life together, but most of the women out here are, I'm guessing that means crazy, that emoji. Listen. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You have your whole life together. Don't settle for crazy because you know what? I'm telling you straight up. You get a good woman in your life. Everything gets better. You get a crazy woman in your life. She'll take all that stuff that you worked really hard to get intact. She'll just level it. You'll you'll be turning gray. You'll be no money in the wallet all of a sudden, you know, because I'm telling you, incredible women can elevate your life and headaches will give you a big old headache. In your, in your head and in your pocketbook. Okay. Feroso, 2012. If gyms were to get divided by gender, women will be the first ones to protest and not the guy. Can you imagine? Yeah, guys wouldn't care. Guys just go to the gym. They're there to actually work because the difference is most guys are there to work out. They're there to bulk up, you know. They're not, they're, that's what they're there for. They're not going. They go to the club to hook up. They don't go to the gym to hook up. But girls are like, they get their dose of confidence a lot of time. They do. And I ask, you know, why aren't they flooding female only gyms or as drew says but you know why she says femme only because she has to go through that whole like you know people who identify as women politically correct garbage every time she opens her mouth it's got to be like you know a caveat see it's easy for me i just say men and women because there are only two that's all that's it thank you all for tuning in today have a wonderful weekend uh we're still on the temporary set as you can see but we're getting it together and i will be back here on monday with some crazy. Bye.